Welcome to the Unpaved Path to 100K podcast, where we share our journeys of building our own physical therapy businesses from the ground up. We're your hosts. I'm Julia. And I'm Q. Join us as we take an unfiltered look into our struggles, triumphs, and lessons learned along the way. It's all part of the journey, and we hope to inspire you to take the leap in creating your own dream businesses. And we'll be right there to take the leap with you. Let's get started. So today we wanted to dive in a little bit to coaching and finding a coach for you. Um, I think Q and I would both agree that having a coach uh, can be a really great aspect of creating and maintaining your business and really getting some direction and guidance. But something we've learned along the way is that there's all different types of coaching styles and finding the right coach that resonates with you, your personality, your goals and priorities, and what you want to create is super important. So I'd like to dive in. Q, can you tell us a little bit about your experience working with coaches and what you've discovered along the way? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so first of all, at what point do you need a coach? Good I question. think that's, that's, that's a great question to answer for yourself. And what everyone is going to say is, you know, just like if you're playing sports or doing something else, a coach is there to help you on your journey, right? To help you become a better player, a better entrepreneur, a better whatever coach you're looking for. And, you know, I've, you know, all of the, the people that I have seen be successful, a lot of them have coaches. So I always thought like, you know what, at some point I'm going to need a coach. And, uh, and how much you should spend on a coach depends on where you're at, but there's always a coach at whatever level you're at. And so I had gone through a mastermind, Julia was part of that in the summer, where someone was teaching us about budgeting and finances, and something that he budgeted into his monthly expenses was a coach. And, uh, and so that got me thinking, I was like, okay, well, obviously, this guy is successful. By the way, this guy's name is Alex Engar. If you're in healthcare, and you need help with finances, find this guy, he's going to help you out. Shout out to um, Alex. Hey, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. You too, yeah. Will. Will Boyd. Will Boyd and Alex Engar, they doing a bunch of things together. You guys are great. And all of their products are amazing. They're, they're some great coaches. They are yeah, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, they should phenomenal. totally make us affiliates. <laughs> nah, I'm yeah. kidding, but I'm not. <laughs> all right. Anyway, sorry. Keep, keep going. <laughs> and so I had noticed that he budgeted for a coach. And then obviously when I was talking with you, not obviously, but when I, when I was talking with you early on, you talked about having coaches. And so for me, I thought, okay, well, I guess maybe I should, I should look for a coach. And there were two guys that, um, that I had been following, but had never seeked out for coaching. And those two gentlemen were Josh Payne was one. And then Kevin DeGroote was two. And I had been introduced to them or I'd seen some of their work because they were also involved in this mastermind over the summer. And uh, I took this course from Josh that was like, uh, it was a little bit over a hundred bucks, but it taught you how to make an online course. And he spelled it out, like everything that you needed from A to Z. And I was like, okay, this guy 
is speaking in a language that I understand. It seems like he's made a lot of mistakes that I've made. So hopefully he'll be able to, to coach me to where I want to be, but, uh, but without making all the mistakes. And then Kevin, Kevin works with triathletes in his clinic uh, primarily. And well, I guess he's branched beyond that, but his business model was something that I was interested in learning about because how I view what I'm trying to set up with climbers is something that he has been able to set up with triathletes. And so they have a great mastermind program called the pride or uncaged clinicians where they help, you know, uh, healthcare entrepreneurs, you know, break away and, and become uncaged from, from corporate. And so I joined it, but here's the thing. I don't think that it was the right time for me to join. And usually people say that because they're putting it off. But I had so many things on my plate that I couldn't see myself adding to that. So um, currently what I'm working on is uh, mobile practice or concierge practice where I make house calls. I'm currently writing a book. Uh, and then I have an online platform or online course. And so those three big things are huge, take huge chunks of my time. And so I, I actually voiced that, you know, I said, I don't think I have time because of these things that I'm working on. And they, you know, I, they definitely helped me a lot and I learned a lot from them, but it just became overwhelming because I was no longer working on these things in the way that I wanted to. I was being uh, coached to do other things. And, and that's the thing. If you don't know what you're doing, then absolutely find a coach, right? Like you don't know what you don't know. And having someone to ask who's been there and is doing the thing that you want will save you a lot of time and mistakes. However, if you have a vision of what you want to build and it's clear and you know that you're working towards that, then I don't think you necessarily need a coach at that time. And so for me, I'm not saying coaching is bad. I'm saying find a coach when you feel like you need a coach. And that can be a lot sooner than, uh, than you think. And but for me, it just wasn't the right timing. And so right now, I don't have a coach at all. But I'm happy with where I'm at. I still feel like I'm moving towards my vision. And there will come a time again when I do need a coach. And so that's why it's still important to find and uh, meet these coaches because ultimately you're trying to find the one that resonates the most with you um, versus, you know, unfortunately for me, I just felt like I was getting pulled in a bunch of different directions and so I wasn't really focused, but they were going to be able to lead me down a path to generate a lot of revenue. And so if that's what you're looking for, hey, the Uncaged Clinician is a great mastermind filled with great people and great coaches. If, if that's the thing that you're looking for, I would highly recommend them. Awesome. And I think, uh, I mean, you said a lot of really great things. Um, so I'm trying to figure out what I want to talk about first, but 
there are different kinds of coaching. Um, so I almost feel like, I don't know if this is a coined phrase, but there's like a, you know, like a dreamed for you sort of coaching where it's like, Hey, if you don't know what to do, like follow this path, like here's, here's the dream. Um, but then there's also coaching where it's like, you know, well, what do you want to create and how can we help facilitate that for you? So I think there's different types of coaching programs, which it's important to kind of sift through those and see what resonates with you. Also, it's important, I think, to understand that coaches come in like all forms, like life is a coach as well. Um, like you, I mean, I would say you're definitely a coach in my life, even though I don't pay you. I pay you with other things, quality time, smiles, you know, things like that trips to Sedona. Uh, but, but I mean, so like, just because you're not paying someone for coaching services that you, you know, put on a line item for a budget, doesn't mean that you don't have a coach in your life. And I think that kind of the old uh, saying, like, when the student is ready, the teacher appears is so true. And uh, that teacher can be in in any form or multiple forms, you could have multiple coaches at once. For sure. Absolutely. And I wanted to add to that because even though I don't have a person who's coaching me, it doesn't mean that I'm not learning any valuable lessons. Uh, but something that I draw a lot of inspiration and uh, wisdom from is nature. And so I, uh, I try to spend every morning going on a morning walk in nature. And I, uh, I can tell that the days that I do that, I have much better days and then the days that I, I miss this, I tend to have uh, less good days or less of a good day. And so, um, but that might not be your thing, right? Maybe you want that, that, that physical person to tell you, you know, like these are the next steps that you need to focus on. But for me, I feel like I've gotten signs uh, from, you can call it the universe, but I, I just say from nature where I'll, whether it's like, I'll see an animal or, uh, you know, I'll just draw inspiration from the nature that's around me. And that usually gives me a life lesson that, that I can carry on. And so, you know, some of the lessons that I've learned from nature, one is uh, don't bite off more than you can chew, right? Um, especially if you're a yes person, like a lot, many of us are, we end up biting off way more than we can chew and then uh, we just find ourselves in a unhappy, less than ideal situation because we've just bitten off too much. Um, and the funny story, how I came across that is I saw on one day, so where I'm at, I live in Austin, Texas, and there's water moccasins, which is a snake that swims in like the streams and the ponds. And this water moccasin had caught this fish that was like, it looked like it was too big for it, but you know that, that, that snakes, they can unhinge their jaws and then swallow like big, bigger animals. I'm getting freaked out just listening to this. Okay, <laughs> I do so, not like snakes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's so a long story short, this water moccasin had caught this fish in the water. What it was trying to do was drag it onshore to kind of suffocate the fish to, to eat it. But since this fish was too big, it kept flailing around and ultimately it got away from the snake and swam off. And so I saw that as, hey, don't bite off more than you can chew. But that, that was one thing. Okay. And this is probably really powerful because the snake is your power animal, right? That's right. See, so, 
So obviously when I saw this, I was identifying with the water moccasin, not this, not the fish that was like <laughs> struggling for its life. <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, I guess uh, when I did see this little interaction in nature, I identified with the snake. I drew lessons from the snake point of view versus the fish, right? Uh, if I was the fish, it'd be like, keep working right you know right when you think it's about to end you just gotta keep flailing harder keep struggling as hard as you can and you'll get away oh boy um uh, i was hoping you were gonna give the the example that you learned from the tree that you saw on your nice like walk i thanks for sharing right. the one about the snake that's <laughs> wonderful i enjoyed it so much i was hoping you were gonna tell us about the tree instead all right i'll give you i'll give you the tree one so, so coming back from Sedona, I had a lot of realizations about myself where the reason why I was uh, pushing myself so hard was because I felt like I was supposed to be somewhere where I might not necessarily needed to be. And so let me, let me unpack that a little bit. So, um, I was hoping to have a brick and mortar practice uh, at the end of this year or early next year. And that's, that's not going to happen. It's, it's actually going to get delayed. Hopefully by the summer is the projected date, but I have no, I had no idea uh, what it means to open and run a brick and mortar. And so I thought, Hey, I need to learn that stuff now so that when the opportunity arises, I'll be ready. And so I had pushed myself to find these answers and to become the person that could manage these things. And I think that it, that was me getting too far ahead of myself, but I had developed this, this work ethic to do that. And so, you know, if, if a opportunity came up hypothetically where, you know, I had something ready for me early next year, then I am confident that I'd be able to do that because of what I've learned up until this point. But since this date had been pushed to now the summer, there's no reason for me to keep pushing myself so hard. Uh, at least I don't feel that that way. And so um, I had let go of my health and these priorities that I that were valuable to me because I thought I needed to do something to set myself up in the future. And, uh, and that obviously led to some unhealthy behaviors. You know, my body was deteriorating. Um, I was definitely stressed out um, and, and just tired all the time. Um, and coming back from Sedona, I came upon the realization that like, I'm putting a timeline on myself for no reason whatsoever. And that's causing me to put excess pressure on myself to achieve certain things for for no other reason than for me to say that I did it or, or whatever. It, it wasn't anything important. And so while I was on a walk after Sedona, a tree kind of stood out to me. It's this big oak tree. And what I noticed about it was, you know, when I'm walking through this park, if no one tells a tree where and how and, and what direction it's supposed to grow. It just grows, right? And it, this tree gets massive and some of the branches grow downwards, you know, it's, it's and not even symmetrical, right? And so for me, 
the lesson I drew from that is, you know, nature doesn't ever tell itself that it needs to be a certain way or do certain things in a certain time frame. It just happens to unfold and uh, develops. And usually things in nature are, you know, very beautiful and, and they just work out. And so the lesson I drew from the, this tree is that, you know, no one, that it, you don't need to be something because someone said it was supposed to be that way. Or even if it's a group of people that are moving in a certain direction, if it's not necessarily the way that you want it to be done for yourself, it might not be for you. And so the lesson I learned from the tree is, you know, no one tells a tree when, how it's supposed to grow, how fast it's supposed to grow, how big it's supposed to grow, in what direction it just grows. And, and a tree is gonna grow regardless and still be a tree. And so that's, that was the point that, or the lesson that I learned is like, just be yourself and things will unfold. Obviously you have to get things done and accomplished. But for me, I was just planning things way too far in advance that it took away from me being present. Yeah, really great lessons from nature. I love that one. I love that one way more than the snake one. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right. But enough about me and, and getting coached from nature. What's your experience with coaches? How do you find the right coach? How did you find the right coach? Yeah. Um, well, I actually had the exact same experience of um, realizing that I wanted coaching. Uh, so as you mentioned, we were in the summer mastermind together and Alex was giving this presentation on budgeting and personal finances. And I saw exactly what you saw. I was like, oh my gosh, Alex is budgeting for coaching. And I was like, am I supposed to be doing that? Should I be budgeting for coaching as like an annual expense? And like for most of my adult life, um, I've had counselors, I've had people to kind of like lead me through life and my thought processes. And I was like, well, with business, it shouldn't be any different. Like if I have people helping me live life, I should have people helping me do business. This makes sense. But I knew that I, I really needed to find the right coach for me. I was also at a point where I was creating, 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 but I hadn't told anyone what I was creating. Um, I hadn't even told you at that point, Q. I don't think we were friends, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I told no one. Um, and I was actually in this place of limbo where I had been evacuated from New Zealand while I was on my sabbatical. COVID was in full swing and I was waiting for a travel therapy contract that actually never came because the market completely dried up for a time. So as I was in like this waiting period, I was just like, well, let me try to do all the things that I've always been too scared to do or the things that I ever thought I had time for. So I was building out a course, uh, but I wasn't telling anyone that I was doing this. It was my secret. So the very first person that I told about this was Andrew Tran of Physio Memes. Andrew and I were actually working on a different project and uh, he's a super great friend of mine, a wonderful person. If you don't know him, you got to get to know Andrew Tran. He's just phenomenal and a complete genius at all things e-commerce e and social media. Um, so anyways, uh, we were talking about something completely unrelated one night and I was just like, you know what, I think I need to tell, I think I need to tell AT about this dream of mine and I did. And um, actually a little, a few days before that, um, I, I got this thought in my mind that I was 
probably like I probably need to look for coaching, but I didn't really know where to, to look. So I told AT about this dream of mine, what I was creating. And I was like, yeah, but I think I'm looking for coaching. And he was like, this sounds great. Like, send me everything you have. And like, if I can help you, I'll help you. And that was a huge turning point for me because it was the first time that I had told someone about what I was creating and that they had reacted so favor favorably to it and were so encouraging. And when Andrew looked at my stuff, he was like, yeah, this will happen. Like you can do this. And him giving me permission to like continue to create and permission to believe in my dream was super important for me. So Andrew and I started working together and uh, he was my coach for quite a while. We were working on some particular things in the realm of launching the course and the logistics behind that. Um, so while I was working with Andrew, I also realized that I needed some coaching in other aspects of my life, uh, things that um, Andrew and I hadn't determined that we were gonna work on together. And I felt like I really needed someone who kind of understood my mindset and what I wanted to grow and the type of business person that I wanted to be. And um, I was in the mastermind, I was listening to a training, and it was on how to sell without being salesy. And I was like, oh, I love this because sales was super, uh, it was super scary for me. And I did not like feeling like I was selling things to people. And uh, the person who was doing this training was my friend Kaylee, Kaylee Zimmerman. And Kaylee and I actually met each other about three years ago uh, through Kevin DeGritt. Everyone is just, everyone knows everyone. We're, we've come full circle. Everything just comes back to Kevin, let's be real. Um, so anyways, about three years ago, uh, I was creating my own concierge pelvic health physical therapy practice. Kevin was a big mentor of mine. And he was like, hey, you need to get in touch with Kaylee. She's a pelvic health PT working in Florida. She's building out a concierge practice. You guys can help each other. So I reached out to Kaylee like a few times and she gave me a ton of advice, never asked for anything in return. And here I was watching Kaylee give this presentation on sales and it just like hit me. I was like, oh my gosh, like Kaylee has helped me so much in the past without ever asking for anything in return. Here she is again, speaking into my life I need Kaylee in my corner for sure, like without a doubt. And I'd been following Kaylee's business for a long time. She did business very differently. She wasn't obsessing about the numbers. She wasn't obsessing about all the things that I've been told, you know, throughout the years that I needed to obsess about as an entrepreneur and a business owner. And I was like, I see Kaylee doing things differently. Her business feels different. It's very much built on community and built on emotion in a way and doing things the way that you feel you want to do business things that feel aligned to you and i was like i i want this i want to talk to kaylee i want her to be my coach and be in my corner so I reached out to kaylee we had a great conversation and uh, she decided that she would take me on uh, for coaching and it's been phenomenal so i talked to kaylee once a week and it is like the best hour of my week without a doubt uh, other than, you know, these great opportunities to do podcasting, of course. Love this. This is another <laughs> great hour. Um, but with Kaylee, it was super freeing because I would get really stressed out and anxious. And I would tell her, like, well, Kaylee, like, I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to plan for a big launch for this course. 
I'm supposed to send out 100 emails. I'm supposed to do the master, um, master class this way. I'm supposed to set up the webinar this way. And every time I would say something like that, Kaylee would be like, who told you that you have to do it that way? Who said you're supposed to do it that way? If you don't believe you're supposed to do it that way, then you're not supposed to do it that way. And it's kind of like that example you were giving Q about the tree. Like Kaylee was giving me permission to do things differently. And she essentially was telling me like, who says you have to grow your branches upward? If you want to grow them down, grow them down. Like there are so many ways to do business. There's not one way. And essentially her philosophy is just like, you know, do what aligns with your vision and your values and your priorities and chase passion. Because when you chase passion, profit will follow. And just everything that she was saying to me resonated with me so much. And I think it's important when you're looking for a coach to find someone who's willing to listen to the way that you want to do things um, and not keep you, you know, like caged or structured, but allow you to grow, give you the space to grow the way that you want to, as well as guiding your growth. And a great thing about working with Kaylee is that she gives me permission to, to do all the crazy things that I want to do. She validates my mindset, my business mindset. Sometimes it needs a little uh, configuring because um, I'm still new to the realm of business, but it's just, uh, it's been really encouraging because uh, to have someone who believes in you and, you know, can tell you from their experience that your crazy ideas are possible and you don't have to do the supposed tos, you do what you want to do and build what you want to build is super freeing. So my big takeaway uh, working with Kaylee in particular is that be careful of the supposed tos because uh, you, don't, you don't have to do anything. There's no particular way to do anything. There's tons of ways. And if it doesn't resonate and align with the way you want to do things, then don't do it. So Perfect. that's my takeaway. Big yeah, shout out I... to Kaylee. Hey, Kaylee, you're wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. All right. So whether you're looking for a coach, you know, definitely uh, listen and try to look for the things that align that what you're looking for, right? So uh, just like Julia said, it's not about doing things a certain way. It's about making sure that you become the best version of yourself. And so a good coach will make sure that you do that. And so if you're looking for a coach, by all means, you know, we have uh, an assortment of coaches that we can refer you to. Or if you're looking for us as coaches, be happy there. Or if you're like me and you just want to go look at a tree, that's a great <laughs> coach. too. <laughs> isn't that, oh my gosh, I have to pull this out because isn't this amazing that like, you know, the student becomes the teacher. So here we are, we've had coaches, we've gone through this process, and now both of us are coaching individuals in different aspects of things. Uh, that's just, that's just blowing my mind. I'm just having like a growth moment, like, wow, the transformation has been really cool. Anyway, keep yeah, 100%. <laughs> so on that note, if you're looking to get coached in pelvic health, let's say you're getting started, you're trying to figure out what to do, Julia would be a great resource for that. And if yeah. you're looking for how to start your own climbing physical therapy or rock climbing rehab, that's kind of where my expertise is. And if you're looking for coaching there, I'd be more than happy to help. But uh, we're just going to wrap up this coaching uh, podcast episode. Um, again, it's all about finding the right coach for yourself. And that's going to be personal to you. So don't make that decision based on what you see or what you hear or things are supposed to be done. 
a certain way, you know, be careful of the supposed to, but when you do find the right coach, it will help your life, your business and create the life that you desire. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Unpaved Path to 100K podcast. We'd love to hear about your healthcare business journeys, listen to your struggles, and celebrate your wins. Send us a message at unpavedpathpodcast at gmail.com. Interested in learning more about pelvic health or rock climbing rehab? Find us in our Facebook groups. You can connect with me, Julia, at Pelvic Health Kickstarters. And if you want to connect with me, too, you can find me at Injury Prevention for Climbers. If you love this podcast, make sure you subscribe and share it with other aspiring healthcare business owners. See you next time.